Hello everyone and welcome back to I've Got a Question with Faith Wicker and Deborah Green. We are moving right along into our third episode, which today we are talking about uh, God's control over things. And um, I got thinking in the last episode that, you know, in talking about uh, how God can't lie and how God, you know, has all these gifts for us that people could misconstrued that is oh well what about what about all of the bad things right if god doesn't lie then why would he do this if god gives me all the gifts then are all of the bad things punishment so uh we're going to clarify some of those questions through this episode and talk about what god's true control is in the bible so go ahead and start us off deborah green what do you got (laughs) man you just laid it right out there you gave me huge questions to talk about today All right, so this is real typical. I'll have many people come to me and say, you know, if God is God, you know, and he's sovereign, then literally why are people starving in India? Why are kids getting beaten up? Why are there plagues? Why are there... This, why is this? Why did this person die? I've asked that one a lot lately. But anyway... We need to look at, really, who is in control. That's what we need to remember. Okay, so um, people before ask about praying and if we need to talk, and we are created in his image. We're going to read that here in Genesis right quick. But at the very, very beginning, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless, void, dark, um, and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. And then God said, Let there be light. So he said, and there was light. He said it, and we're created in his image. And it says that when he saw the light, he saw that it was good, which means he blessed it. See, God wants to bless us. That's a whole other topic there, too. And God called the the light day, and then the darkness that came around, he called it night. So we have our evenings and mornings. That makes sense. Then the next one, he says, God said... Let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated them, which were above the expanse, and it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. Yeah. So he created earth first, then heaven. And then that was the second day. Then the third day, it says, God said, let the waters below the heavens be gathered into one place and let there be dry land. So now we have continents. We have, yeah. but it says God said, and then each time it says it happened, and then it said He says it's good. Yeah. So He blesses each thing. He's the Creator. He's the Maker. He's the one who's separating out everything, and it goes on all these days. With me? Yep. Okay. So we're created in His image. So when we're talking to God, we should just say things. It makes yeah. it simple makes it very simple. And if someone needs a model prayer, we have been given one. um, And that is literally um, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on On earth earth as it is is in heaven. heaven. Right, and you can finish that out. So those are always excellent prayers to pray. Yeah. Uh, when people ask me about the rosary, that's from the Catholic Church. That's a specific religion. All right. So a lot of people will pray uh, the rosary prayer. Okay. So it goes on and on, and we get through uh, a whole week 
of him making things. He's the great maker. Okay, yeah. he's the master of the universe. <laughs> he's the guardian of the universe too. I know that we watch the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. But anyway, and it talks about then God's making beasts of the earth and fields, and then in verse twenty-six it says, "And then God said, Let us, who's us, the Father, the Son, the, the Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. There's the Trinity again." Let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them. Now, wait a minute. He said a man, but he says them. So he already knows. See, he has the spirit of prophecy, which means he knows the future. Yeah. So he knows uh, that there's going to be a man and a woman. Yeah. Right? So let us make man in our image. Now, we're in the, made in the image of God, so we need to speak. According to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and all the creepy things. Blah blah blah. And God, <laughs> well, there's blah, a lot blah, of creepy. Blah. There's a lot of creepy things. Yeah. Yeah, you young ladies that are going on dates, you have authority over creeps. So yes, <laughs> you I can always speak that. to. Yes, that's right. Verse 27 says, And God created man in his own image, and in the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them, and God blessed them. And God said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, and rule. Yeah. Over the fish, over the birds, over... And he goes on about that. Over every plant, over the food, blah, blah, blah. Now, the rule of heaven, or uh, the earth... So under heaven is the earth. God's in the heaven. Mm -hmm. With me? Yes. He's ruling the heavens. God is ruling the heavens. God is master of the universe. Yes. With me? With you. Okay. <laughs> I know. I love Night and Day. That's a great movie. Such okay. a movie. It was with me, without, without me. me. With me, without me. <laughs> and so it's interesting because control of the earth was given to Adam and Eve. Everybody keeps saying over and over again, God has control. Now, let me ask you this question. I'm going to make you think. If all the stuff that's going on right now and people say God is in control, would you be happy about this? I mean, no. is, is, does it seem like God has control over COVID? Does it seem like God has control over the, the nations that are warring right now? Does God, I mean, when people say to me, you know, why doesn't God do something about this? Yeah, seriously. God doesn't have control of it. He gave it to man, and what did man do with it? Spread well, let's it see. <laughs> he it's exactly right. And so it talks about that God rested. And, and it's interesting, too, because uh, when we go to chapter 2, it explains it a little bit more in depth. And it says, And then the Lord God formed man of the dust from the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. It's interesting, too, because it says... When we look into the Hebrew, now the Old Testament's written in Hebrew, where the New Testament is written in Greek. Yeah. So when we look at the translation, it literally means he breathed the breath of lives. So that means you got a spirit, soul, and a body. Yeah. You have three parts of you, just like the, uh, God has three parts of him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, All when right. we're made in his image, that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. We talked about that in the first episode, That's how we're right. made in the Trinity's image. That's exactly right. Okay, so then, and it says the Lord God, and I'm going to go to verse 8. 
right after that, verse 7, And the Lord God planted a garden toward the east in Eden, and there he placed the man whom he had formed, and out of the ground the Lord God caused to grow every tree that was pleasing to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So then it's interesting because... Um, so God is now creating a home for them. Yeah. A specific place. A paradise, if you will. Mm-hmm. The Garden of Eden was known as a paradise. Oh, yeah. It had everything. It had everything. God made it because God gives. Yeah. God, and look, it, it over and over again, it says he blessed everything he makes. Yeah. He blessed it. And so it goes on. It talks about the rivers. Um, and then verse 15, I'll just go there real quick. And then the Lord God took the man, put him in the Garden of Eden. Now, Eden literally means a place of pleasure. Huh. Well, yeah, there's all the animals, all the plants, all the trees. Everything. Everything wonderful. I mean, just all the good think things. about it. Yeah, just think about Heaven the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he put him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. Who has control? Adam. Mm -hmm. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, From any tree of the garden you shall eat freely, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat from it you shall surely die. Everything God did before this was life. Everything. Everything he gave. It was teeming with life. Then why give the option of death? Because... (laughs) <laughs> why would you add that in there? If you, all you were of, is about light, then why would you put Wouldn't in you that? want to be warned instead of stumbling on it? I'd rather have the knowledge of it. The, and it's interesting over and over again because remember I told you the last time we talked, God created us with a free will. Yeah. So if he didn't put something where we can choose... Oh, well, yeah, you're right. See, that eliminates the choice. At least that follows up. That lines everything up together. Right, right. And so, um, and then the Lord God, okay, so then it says, Then the Lord God said, It's not good uh, for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. And out of the ground the Lord formed every beast of the field. Birds, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And and God God told man to give names to all of them. And then it says, the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. Then he took one of his ribs, closed up the flesh at that place, which is interesting because a rib protects the heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what God took, actually, that's the first surgery. It is, The yeah. whole Genesis is a whole, Genesis means the book of beginnings. It's a yeah. beginning every everything. I can show you where the beginning of war is, where the beginning of suicide is. I can show you all the beginnings. And the Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he'd taken from the man and brought her to the man. And he said, this is, this is very good. In fact, it, God goes and says, this is very good. Now, see, he blessed everything before and said, it's good. But this he said, very good. Yes. Very good. Okay, and Adam chose her. He chose the woman. They named her Eve, and uh, and it's and it's interesting because um, I hear a lot of people a lot of times say, "Well, God looked at man and and said, well, you know what? I can do better than this.'" And that's when He created woman. <laughs> and it cracks me up. But it says He fashioned her. 
Do you understand? He gave her style. We like fashion. That makes sense. We do. We do. We love fashion. We love style. We love... He gave us all that beautiful, beautiful lines and beautiful, you know, things that we love. The fragrance. We have incredible senses that man doesn't have, which is awesome. So then we find out. Now, if you notice, they're doing fine. Yeah. They're not doing, they're not messing with the tree or anything. Yeah. Right? Everything's good. Yeah, everything's good. They're living perfect paradise. Naming the animals. Yes. And you got to remember, this is the first perfect man. This is the first perfect woman. They were perfect. They weren't born. There was no, they didn't have a mom or a dad. Are you with me? Yes, I'm with you. And so, anyhow, um, and... uh, So if you go to verse 3, it says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, has God said you shall not eat from any tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat, but from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God said you shall not eat from it or touch it. Now it's interesting, God said don't eat. He didn't say don't touch. Now, it's interesting because Eve was told what to do by Adam. God told Adam, but somehow it got mixed up mm-hmm. and said, don't touch it. Now, there's a lot of times I did this with your mama. We had a big fireplace, <laughs> and I'd say, don't you dare get near that fireplace. Don't you dare get near that fireplace. Uh, don't you dare touch, you touch that fire and you're going to get burned. You know, yeah. you get near that fireplace, you're going to get burned. Well, one day she's playing around and she lost her balance a little bit. She touched that fireplace, the brick right there. And she goes, I didn't get burned. I didn't get burned. So all of a sudden she's not believing what I said. So then she got closer to it. Uh, oh, yeah. It's all, well, that's just temptation then. <laughs> yeah, but the interesting thing is we need to keep the word of God, the word of God. Yeah. Not add to it. In oh. fact, it says don't add, don't subtract from the word of God because it's impossible for God to lie. Yeah. With me? Okay. And the serpent said to the woman, you shall surely not die. For God knows that in the day that you eat it, your eyes will be opened and you will be just like God, knowing good and evil. And when the woman uh. saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes, because she likes style. <laughs> uh-huh. And that the tree was desirable to make one wise. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. People don't come to you and say, they don't come and say, uh, hey, we got a party going and, and we're going to do drugs and somebody's going to get uh, arrested and so-and-so's dad's going to find out and beat him up. And they don't say that to I mean, when someone lies to you, they make it, desirable they make yeah. it we're gonna have a good time oh yeah everything's gonna be mm-hmm. fine and so and it's interesting because he lies with god's word right. satan lies well that's the only language that he speaks it says that in the bible all mm-hmm. he does is speak lies oh and he's always accusing the brethren which is us yeah he's always accusing good people of the wrong thing right and she took from the tree the fruit ate it gave it also to her husband with her, and he ate. Now, it's interesting. A lot of people will blame everything on Eve 
It's always the woman's fault. <laughs> Cracks me up. And that's a blame game. You know what? We need to take ownership of our own lives instead of trying to blame somebody else. That's part Seriously. of being mature. Yeah. yeah. Instead of going, it's their fault. You know, I drank. They put it's me like, in oppression. They. Oh, yeah. They're the reason I am who I am. Oh, today. yeah. That's always a sign of immaturity. But when we take ownership, when we take ownership, then we can deal with something. Mm -hmm. So Eve, we find both sins are taken care of by these two people. Eve was deceived and Adam knew better, but he also ate and he was with her when she ate. Yeah. All right. So both well, didn't sins she convince him though because he told her originally that she couldn't touch the tree and no, the serpent she said she said to the devil we can't touch it. Oh. Yeah. Well, then, and then she ate the fruit, and then she was like, oh, come on, Adam. It tastes so good. And he was like, oh, fine. Oh, you're doing a good story, I must say, because it says right here, when, she, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes, so it was really nice to look at. It was pretty. It tasted yeah. good. Uh-huh. So we see the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the boastful pride of life, which the New Testament talks about that we have to watch out for. Yeah. Okay? So then, desirable to make one wise. Okay, that's the pride of life. She took from the fruit and ate, and she gave it also to her husband with her, and he ate. It mm. doesn't say, baby, come here. You need to eat this. It's good. It'll yeah. make us smart. It, will, it just says the two of them are right there, and they ate the fruit. Hmm. So, um interesting i know everybody keeps saying well adam and eve were so wise why did they do it because they were perfect now the weird part about this is is that they were perfect in the body and the scripture makes it clear that we need to renew our mind right get it filled with wisdom mm -hmm. and and uh and then grow in knowledge with our head yeah i believe that god when he came to find them because he, he came to the garden, and he's calling out, Adam, where are you? Where are you? And Adam's hiding, because now he's ashamed. Oh, yeah. Because You now do something sudden, wrong, and you're like, oh, right. I've done something bad. You don't ever mm -hmm. see a kid do something bad and not try to hide from their parents. That's exactly that, I can right. say that from experience. You break something of mom's, and you go hide in the basement, because if she finds it and you're there, that's not good. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. And so, anyhow... Um, it goes through saying that God was searching for them. See, God wants relationship with us. Yeah. He doesn't want religion. You know, religion's all about doing and don't. Yeah. Rules. It's all about rules. I mean, and here, I want you to know something too. God could have put a wall around that tree and they could have not mm -hmm. gotten over that wall. That's true. But... He put a boundary. He said, I'm going to give you a choice. Yeah. Please don't touch. Please don't touch. Because if you do, this is what's going to happen. So he didn't make up the rules as they're going along. He told them right at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. All right. So here is God who gives all of the rule or all of the control to man and woman. Uh -huh. And now all of a sudden they've given it to Satan. Yikes. Okay, so... <laughs> it's interesting when people come to me and say, you know, why is God 
you know, um, molesting this person? Or why are these kids all starving? Are why is the that... sex trafficking involved? Uh, why like, is there so sure. much? Why is there racism? Why is there, right. mm-hmm. like, all these issues? He has given man control. Man gave control over to Satan. This is all Satan's rule. According to Revelation, if you want to know literally God's idea of of what he wanted for man, if you read the first three chapters in Genesis and the last three chapters of Revelation, you'll find out he didn't want all these bad things to happen in here. Mm. None of them. You'll find out. And so... Um, we find in Revelation that, um, well, first, let me go back a little bit. So then <laughs> when he's trying to get man back into control, he sends Jesus. Now, Jesus, when he came and he died on the cross, he could have said, I'm in charge now. Yeah. None of you guys are. But he didn't. He Jesus, gave he gave man people. the control again. And so we need to take our authority and demand what is rightfully ours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We need to start speaking up and saying, you know, I'm a child of the Most High. I am a citizen of heaven. And this is not part of my life. This isn't supposed this to be happening. This isn't supposed yeah. to be happening. Okay? We're going to come against uh, this sin. We're going to come against this pestilence. We're going to come against... Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. And it says in Revelation... Literally, because Jesus did everything he could at that time on the cross, and then he went to heaven. He's praying for us. Mm -hmm. It says, now the only thing left for Jesus to do is come back and get us, all the people that want to be a citizen of heaven. Mm -hmm. And it says, literally, when Jesus puts his foot on earth, when he comes out of heaven and he puts his foot on earth, all control goes back to him. Hmm. Now, people will say, now, Deborah, wait a minute. The Bible says that God is sovereign. So that means he can override will. That's not what sovereign means. Sovereign means, okay, so United States is a sovereign nation. Yeah. It doesn't mean other people get to rule over us and do whatever they want. Yeah. It means we establish the rules and we have to live by them. Well, God established the rules and he, well... We have to live by them, but he has to too. He goes, I can't take away Faith's will. Yeah. I can't take away Deborah's will. If she's going to fight to go do this, then she's going to have to face the consequences. And see, that's when the Holy Spirit gets so grieved because he doesn't want that bad stuff to happen to you. So does that make sense? Yeah. God does not want the children to starve in India or the Chinese to get get beat up because they're Christians or... People to get their heads chopped off because they're not a, another religion that's just so full of rules. Well, then I guess I'm asking, I guess it's probably the same answer, but like, what about those people who are doing God's work to the fullest amount? I mean, Paul was everywhere. My grandpa, he went everywhere and he was constantly speaking the word of God. He was constantly bringing people into Christ and he was doing the biggest work you can do for God and bringing as many people in as possible, why would he take that away if that's the one thing that's supposed to be happening right now? 
That's probably one of the biggest questions I have right now because I really believe his death was untimely. Um, well, yeah, I mean, we uh, talked and, about that yeah, for a while. And, and I need you to understand, Faith, I'll answer every question I can for you, but yeah. I don't have all the answers. I wish I did. I wish I did, but I'm not, I, I'm, yeah. I don't not know God, it. I know, I'm not God, <laughs> I'm, I'm a person, mm-hmm. and I've, an, I've asked so many questions like you have, and um, there's a lot of places that don't have answers, Yeah. and so I went, I went places where people would have answers or would help me find answers. Yeah. And so right now I'm looking for an answer. However, at the same time, I know your pa is with all of us. I know he's part of the witnesses of heaven. Oh, yeah. And that uh, when you need him, he's there. Yeah. 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 When when you need him, he's there. When your mom needs him, he's there. I, I know that. I know that. Oh, yeah. So. And I can feel him every once in a while, too. That's just what's nice is even if you have lost a loved one, of course, it's not right to say that you can't be upset about that loved one passing. But you can pray that they go to heaven. Yeah, sure, you can be upset that they're gone. But would you be... I would personally put all of my effort into praying and making sure that they got into heaven because... I mean, in reality, now that they're gone, there's two places that they could have gone to. Mm-hmm. And thinking about that scares me. I know Paul went to heaven. I That's not my issue, but I'm talking out loud for you guys um, listening to the podcast. If that is something that you've questioned, if God's really real, then why would he take my mom from me? Why would he take my sister, my siblings, my friends right. away? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I mean, Deborah did a great job answering that. I don't think he did take that away. I mean, it no. really is within our will. I think that Satan attacks and sometimes, I mean, there is loss. There is what ha- happens, but put in the effort to pray and make sure that they got into the correct kingdom, I think is the biggest thing I can put out there as well. Well, the Bible makes it very clear that Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Yep. And speaks That's lies. death. That is death. That's his purpose. Well, That's what complete he... opposite. God is life and God is death. Or right. not God is death. Mm-hmm. Satan is death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's people that have asked me and said, aren't you mad that God took your husband? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I've answered them and said, if God didn't take him... Somebody then else would have. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's like, I don't want him... You know, but the interesting thing is, Faith, you've got to remember, too, you just said, I need to pray that they're going to be in heaven. We need to make sure they are in heaven before they die. Yeah. We need to talk to our friends, our family, our neighbors, and, and let them know um, that that they need to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior so they can go to heaven. Jesus is the way. Yeah. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. We get all of that from Jesus if we accept that. When I got my driver's license, my mom sat me down, and I thought for sure she's going to give me the whole, you know, talk about when policemen, you know, come up and do this. How you do this. How you respond. Right, right. But she didn't. She said, Deborah, I need to to do something and she gave me a little bottle of oil Mm -hmm. and she said, Deborah, since you're going to be out on the roads, there may be a time that you come upon a wreck. 
And if you do, and that person's life is in jeopardy, and you're the only one there, you need to make sure they go to heaven. Yeah. I mean, I thought before the responsibility of driving was a heavy deal, but all of a sudden I'm like... It just got 10 times It just got really (laughs) real. Yeah. And it was like, oh my goodness, that's so true. What if? And that person is dying... I need to be I need to you be need ready to, to, help to help them. Yep. Yeah. And just offer them and let them make the choice. Yeah. But you know, if you don't offer, they can't make a choice. It's true. And we as Christians need to start offering again. And of course, I mean, we can't make anyone do anything that they're not willing to do, but honestly, it is our obligation to put it out there. And that's part of the reason why we just started decided to start this podcast is we want to get out there and we want to help as many people as we can and reach as many ears and eyes as possible. So, I mean, if you have friends or family that you're thinking are being affected by this, if you want to share this with your friends, I absolutely encourage you, please share this podcast with as many people as you want. We're trying to get as much information out as we can. We are just getting question after question. And the more that we talk about topics, the more that we're realizing that we need to talk about something else within the topic. And this is a great place for someone who hasn't had that experience with God before to really get a beginning knowledge of what they're getting into and a place to start. I mean, for some people, church is just really heavy place to start. And it's that's true. It's scary for a lot of people who've never had that experience. Mm-hmm. And this is a wonderful way to keep it between you and God and just have that relationship and start off super easy. And I mean, we'll do the prayer again in this episode as well. Just if you're feeling like this is what you need to do and you want to help and be part of that movement that is um, bringing God's words, life, life, and being part of that, it is such an easy prayer and you feel so good afterwards and there is literal mm-hmm. celebrations in heaven when you dedicate your life and you give your heart to Jesus. So, um, Faith, why don't you just repeat after me? Father God. Father God. Right now. Right now. I offer you. I offer you. My life. My life. Will you please come into my heart? Will you please come into my heart? And make, make yourself real to me. And make yourself real to me. Give me life. Give me life. I'm tired of existing. I'm tired of existing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And just like that, you've done one of the easiest first steps into being God's favorite child that you have ever taken. It is the easiest thing you could possibly do. And if you made that decision today to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. We are rooting for you. (laughs) There is a party in heaven. And it is so wonderful that you've decided to take those first steps. And we are glad we get to help educate you on all of your next steps. So next week we are going to be talking about... Uh, We're going to be getting back into creation a little bit again, uh, but we got a very interesting question along the lines of creation and how everything began. So we're going to get a little bit more into uh, the creation. And if you guys have any questions, again, feel free to go into the form that is in the description to this podcast. It is completely anonymous and we will be answering all questions at one point or another. If you don't 
uh, see it in the description. It is also in my Instagram bio at faith underscore and underscore sass 22. But that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for everyone who joined in. Share with your friends and family. Tag it on Instagram. Tag me on, you know, Snapchat. Get it as far out as possible. And uh, let's bring some people to God. I think this is going to be super fun in the next weeks. So again, thank you so much to everyone who is listening. And we will see you next week for the talk with creation. Have a great night, guys.